Welcome to this APTA podcast. Your APTA membership helps to advance the physical therapy profession by supporting our research and development efforts, including the association's work to improve the long-term sustainability of the profession. The development of APTA's landmark report, The Economic Value of Physical Therapy in the United States, would not have been possible without the support of our 100,000-plus members. APTA is using this report to inform policymakers, payers, employers, and consumers about the significant role and economic value that physical therapy brings to the healthcare system. The podcast you're about to hear is a part of a series that explores the report's general impact as well as describes the findings on individual conditions and treatments. Once again, welcome to this APTA podcast on the economic value of physical therapy in the United States, a landmark report from the association that shows physical therapy's potential to deliver true economic value to patients, the U.S. healthcare system, and society as a whole. I'm Troy Elliott, and in this podcast, the first in a series we're producing on the report, we're going to look at some of the hows and whys of this new resource, as well as the report's findings, and we're going to do it from a fairly big-picture perspective, though we might zoom in from time to time. Now, all that zooming in and out might seem like a tall order, but luckily I'm joined by just the right people to help us, Kate Minnick and Greg Bennett, two members of the APTA volunteer work group that helped to shape the report, and Alicia Hosmer, APTA. A senior director of brand strategy and communications who happens to know a thing or two about the story behind this report and the ways APTA will leverage this resource and how we'll help members and the public do the same. So welcome to all three of you and Alicia, I'm going to just start right in with you. I'm wondering if you could walk us through what I guess is like the biggest of the big pictures. What exactly is this report and what do APTA members need to know about it? Yes, thank you so much, Troy, for for having us on. I'm, I'm delighted to be here. So first, our members should know that the development of the economic value of physical therapy in the United States uh, was driven by APTA strategic plan goals. Uh, those were developed by APTA's board of directors and are embedded in our 2022 to 2025 strategic plan. And uh, this report really funnels into two of the four overarching goals. So the first goal is to drive demand for and access to physical therapy as a proven pathway to improve the human experience. The economic findings in this report are being used nationwide in a multi-year campaign to increase demand for physical therapist services. The, the second strategic plan goal that directly correlates to the development of this report is improving the long-term sustainability of the profession. And that, of course, includes increasing payment of physical therapist services. So uh, we recognize the environment that PTs and PTAs are in, as well as our overall healthcare system. And we need to reinforce the value um, to influence change. And this report is going to help us change the conversation to advance payment priorities while driving demand from consumers um, and influencing payers, insurers, policymakers, and employers. So uh, our members should really know this is just uh, the beginning of what will be a years-long campaign to policymakers, payers, insurers, employers, and consumers. Um, We will be communicating the significant role and economic value of physical therapy brings to patients and the healthcare system in the United States. So ultimately, the end goal is to be able to expand access to care and coverage 
um, for physical therapist treatment and to ensure PTs and PTAs are receiving fair pay for their services. Well, you know, it, it, let's, you know, I'm backing up even more because on the face of it, it sounds like a fantastically great <laughs> idea to somehow uh, determine the economic value of physical therapy somehow. But, yeah. you know, it also seems like that would be a really, really hard thing to get at. So, I mean, like, where do you start? And Kate, what do you think? I mean, how did NAUS and the work group figure out what those economic values were? And first of all, before I even ask you that question, tell us a little bit about the structure and NAUS group and, and that relationship, too. Sure. Uh, so the APTA contracted with the NAUS group, who has done a similar report uh, with the Australian Physiotherapy Association. And for this project, we combined a detailed literature review, consultations with subject matter experts across a wide range of physical therapy specialties, and health economic methods and modeling in order to outline the economic benefits of physical therapy treatments. So the first stage of the project focused on identifying interventions most suited. And then we built the evidence base for economic modeling, which involved extensive literature review. And the model that we followed identified four aspects of the value of physical therapy treatment, which are direct benefits, avoided cost, indirect benefits, and costs. And when the economic value attached to the quality of life improvements or our direct benefits exceeded the net cost of treatment, then it was determined that the treatment delivers a net benefit. And that's, I think that's such an important um, component because of so many studies have focused on those that narrow range of costs, if you will, associated right at the right with treatment right then and there, right? And this really takes into account um, a much broader picture that's more based on long-term outcomes. Is that right? That is right. Uh, the net benefit of treatments that we included generally was calculated for a, for a per episode of care over the course of a whole year. Now, Greg, um, I noticed that the uh, report has focuses on eight conditions. So why those eight conditions? And what are they? <laughs> well, it's, a, it's an interesting question. It's not like we chose the eight pathological groups um, to study. And so as Kate alluded to in the beginning, we started out with the premise of there are a lot of things that physical therapists are involved with and a lot of pathologies and anatomy that we uh, have created interventions for. This was the first effort um, to uh, create sort of a macroeconomic picture. And so we had more than 30 and some of the groundwork was laid by the Australian group that uh, Kate mentioned earlier. But we had more than 30 different areas that, that we thought that we need to dig into the literature and do a deeper dive uh, and start winnowing, if you will, the, the different parameters that Kate mentioned. And so these eight were not the chosen eight, but rather the ones that we had the best data to support the conclusions that were met. So big picture is we'd like to take this eight, this group of eight, and expand them to a, a much broader body of evidence for the profession. And that's going to depend on the um, sort of accumulation of, of, of literature around those conditions, right? Right. And so, you know, our hope is that some behaviors will change uh, to the original question is how, how do members 
uh, use and why do they need to know about this resource? This is a, a game changer, uh, we hope. We, we hope this alters the vernacular, the discussion that people uh, have around the use of physical therapy resources in treatment. And so we want them to talk about the net cost of care and where does it improve? A huge problem is physical therapy in every other aspect of medicine is, is looked at often as an expense. And we wanna change that. And this data goes, is, is just a huge step in that direction. Yeah, well, let's get to that data a little bit, Kate. Um, we've got these eight conditions. Can you can you go through some of them or all of them and and tell us what the findings were? Absolutely. So broadly, before we dig in, the main finding is that physical therapy provides a value to Americans across a variety of conditions and at all stages of life. And as Greg mentioned, we looked at a various conditions, we narrowed it down to those that had the most robust evidence for this type of macroeconomic analyses. And we, these ranged from, you know, a, a net benefit for falls prevention to stress urinary incontinence to carpal tunnel. And it's important to keep in mind that even though we're going to discuss these in the same com conversation and see them uh, together on, on similar e uh, infographics, they're not really meant to be compared to one another. So I just want to put that caveat there uh, up front. Uh, rather, it just shows that that PT is beneficial and cost effective across a wide range. And so we looked at a number of things. Uh, I mentioned a few. We have osteoarthritis of the knee and hip, acute low back pain, claudication, cancer rehabilitation, lateral epicondylitis as well. Um, and those uh, were purposeful to cover a wide range so that we weren't hyper-focused in one specific area of physical therapy, but many areas where physical therapy is plausible and a safe treatment compared to alternatives. Yeah, and and um, as it so happened, I know it wasn't, uh, I know it was based on the evidence and, and, and what emerged, but as it so happened, we're talking about some of the most prevalent conditions that, uh, um, that uh, patients that consumers that Americans face, right? I mean, we're talking about knee OA, we're talking about carpal tunnel, we're talking about tennis elbow, um, UI, all that stuff. Uh, so it's it's uh, even more relevant, I would think, to the consumer because it's stuff that hits home for a lot of people. Absolutely. And as we move into more value-based uh, system, it, it has huge implications for our healthcare systems as well. Yeah. Go ahead, Greg. Well, Troy, it's just important to note that, again, that we didn't choose these eight, um, they emerged. And so we've already received some comments on why didn't we look into pediatrics or cervical spine? And we certainly did, um, but we do need more studies and more literature and more clinical examples um, that, that meet the criteria. Uh, basically, you know, we've all heard of the three R's, so reading, writing, and arithmetic, but our three R's were relevance, robustness, and recency in studies, uh, which is in the, in the article. So we're hoping that leading researchers, leading clinicians, and even just grassroots level clinicians will start gathering data and contributing to the body of knowledge so that we can include other pathologies as this move for, moves forward. So I have to ask this question because I always ask it of uh, whenever I get to talk to uh, people involved with research, and that is for both of you. Um, were you surprised by anything that you found through this research? I was not. I was surprised 
perhaps by some of the quantitative results like carpal tunnel had astounding savings for the patient. So to me, this whole effort is a validation and an affirmation of what we have spent our careers doing uh, in providing treatment. And so I'm very pleased to see monetary uh, justification and quality uh, justification for what we've been doing and knew worked well. So uh, that part um, was backed up then also by the international data. The Australian ex uh, example will be in one. So it's not just us saying we're good, but we're, and I, that didn't come out the way I really wanted it to, but us, us saying what we're doing matters and contributes. Uh, it's a much broader picture than that. What about you, Kate? I would agree with Greg that that the results didn't over, you know, really surprise me. On I was surprised, I'd say, by some of the conditions that we ultimately weren't able to include in the report. Things that we really dug into that we spent a lot of time on the literature with that we that didn't meet the the threshold, didn't meet the level. And I speak, I think that speaks to the robustness of this report as a whole. Is that there was a really high bar to be included in it. Well, now, um, Alicia, I'm going to go back to you because uh, this report debut. This is the last week. We're we're in the last week, couple days of September, and this report made its debut just this week. Uh, members have may have seen all the social media we've done on it, received emails uh, about it, and even seen it. And it's made it into some of the press. So you might have seen it, but that's just the beginning, right? I mean, what what else are we doing to spread the news? Yes, um, exactly. So uh, it, our kickoff did include um, letting our members know first. So our members had first access to the report uh, via an email from our, our president, Roger Herr. And then our public relations team activated our plan to connect with media outlets. So that's the result of what you're seeing now of um, many news organizations picking up the findings and starting to report out on them. And, and that will continue. The report release was intentionally timed to happen um, right before National Physical Therapy Month. So October every year, we celebrate physical therapy and we use our resources that we've budgeted and our staff talents to get the word out about physical therapy um, through a nationwide campaign. So this year is just even more spectacular. Um, the messaging from the report is woven throughout our digital advertising campaign that's driving consumers to choose PT.com, uh, APTA's consumer website. And it features our find a PT search engine. So all members um, have get to have a profile in our find a PT database. So we're using the messaging from value of PT throughout the choose PT brand, all of our outreach um, to drive consumers to choose PT and ultimately to find a PT to treat them for these types of conditions. We're doing a satellite, a nationwide satellite media tour. Uh, we have an ad running in Times Square for the month of October, and that's just really the tip of the iceberg. We've developed numerous member tools, uh, which can be found at valueofpt.com. That is the website we've developed to um, to contain all of our resources, including the report and um, some marketing and public relation resources that our members can utilize to help us um, get the word out. And I should add these podcasts too for our members. Uh, the next two are 
worth listening to, uh, I'm going to say, <laughs> because one will deal with um, leveraging this in terms of its use for policymakers and payers and, and mm -hmm. getting the word out, and the others going to talk about how this can be leveraged in terms of communications with consumers. So I would um, also stay tuned for those upcoming podcasts too. Yeah, yeah. So th those will be great resources. And um, the consumer outreach is really first this first phase of dissemination. Um, there's a second phase that will start in 2024, where we start to train our members on how to use the research and resources to advocate at all levels, at the federal level, the state level, with private payers. How do you have those conversations with private payers? So we're investing um, a lot of time and resources to make sure our members have the tools they need so that they can activate this research in their conversations and, and actually start to change the landscape of, of the way we're engaging with consumers and, and, what, and what physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are getting paid for those services. So phase three after the training is going out and having those conversations, hearing back from our members, seeing what's working. And then phase phase four is the long game. That is uh, measuring our impact. Um, and this is, this is, this is going to take years and, and we're in it for the long haul um, and we're really optimistic about the impact this research is going to have on the profession. And Greg and, and Kate too, uh, what are your thoughts on the, the groups? I mean, clearly this is a, a great resource and benefit for our members and for the profession as a whole, but um, what other groups do you see as this being particularly impactful for? Um, I, I, I made a quick list, um, so, <laughs> and it all starts with P. It's it's the payers, it's the politicians, it's the patients, it's the providers, it's our peers, it's physicians, and it's our partners in the industry. And if you'll allow me to elaborate just for a minute, um, I think I covered virtually everybody on earth, but regardless <laughs> of that, the payer impact remains to be seen, but should be uh, instrumental in broader change throughout the industry. A lot of early changes, like with TRICARE, they have embraced innovative projects within the profession to create more access where we have proven value and cost savings and quality. And we hope that this influences payers on a much bigger scale. Medicare is a good example. They view us as a cost center not as a quality center. So if therapy utilization goes up, that's a negative because we have a requirement in sequestration and budget neutrality that if, if utilization goes up, then payment has to go down. And we're facing that again this year. So the timing of this report with those kinds of payers is critical, but we have to change their thought process. That won't occur this year. Congress will do what Congress does in order to achieve their, their um, uh, their goal of budget neutrality. So that's the politicians P uh, being involved in seeing this data and saying we have to think about this a different way. Our patients, we want them to see this and say, boy, maybe there is an alternative to surgery or maybe there's an alternative to radiation uh, um, examinations, that kind of thing. Our peers need to know about this. Burnout and fatigue within our profession and all of medicine is at an all-time high. And this should be a shot in arm for therapists to, to look at this data and say, wow, I, I didn't realize the impact that I could have. And not only that, I need to tell my colleagues and I need to tell 
other peers within the rehabilitation profession that, hey, maybe we can contribute to your patient's welfare, whether it's athletic training or occupational therapy or others. We want physicians to know about this. And some physicians may feel threatened um, because, gee, you know, what if uh, therapy works and not my surgical volume goes down? And, and that's cynical, I, I know, but we all have budgets to live with and, and lifestyles and everything else. So um, I, I know that was a bit long-winded, but we really think this impacts a lot of folks in a very positive way, and we want to maximize that. What do you think, Kate? I'm trying to figure out how to make it start with a P, but I would also just <laughs> add employers. Uh, so, for example, in the treatment of low back pain, we found, you know, we find that that enables skilled employees to return to their work more quickly, which improves productivity. And so as we promote physical therapy in the treatment of low back pain, it's going to have a net benefit on the employers as well. Yep, so true. And um, and I would imagine to show employers how this report makes the case for the fact that physical therapy will keep your employee working for you. You know, that's that's kind of what it's all about rather than out missing days and things like that. I want to ask uh, one final question and I'm going to toss it to you, Alicia, but the two of you should feel free to chime in too. And I want to circle back to our members um, and talk just a little bit about that. And Alicia, you kind of covered this, but let's 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 just make sure we've got it all sewn up. Uh, what do you have to say to a member who wonders why it's important to share this report? And then, um, and once you convince them of that, how do they help do it? Yeah. So it really shouldn't take much to convince any of our members to share this data um, and, and the findings in this report. It's a reason I believe that we have over 100,000 members because people believe in the power of association and the power of better together. And our unified voice is tremendous. So we can promote from APTA, you know, the National Association of, for the Profession. But when our members tell this story, when our members are the boots on the ground saying how they are making a difference in the lives of their patients and we're saving the healthcare system money, that's going to influence change. So we just we compound our impact when we do it together. Um, our, and our federated model gives us th those channels that we need um, through our state chapters, through our specialty sections. So I feel really good about member engagement around this. Um, we've already seen tremendous engagement around downloads of the report and views of the website. So um, we're off to a good start. And so, you know, our members can use this in tandem with strong clinical evidence to show both the impact and the economic value of physical therapy. Um, they can use it, like we were discussing before, educate patients and their families about the economic value of physical therapy for a variety of conditions, and they can advocate for coverage and payment for their services. You know, it can be used to improve interdisciplinary collaboration and, and increase referrals. And all of these resources we've developed, and we're going to continue to add to these resources, are on valueofpt.com. So I encourage all of our members, go to the website, go to valueofpt.com, read through the findings. We have each condition broken out, very high level, and then you can dig into the methodology if you'd like to go into the report. And then check out our campaign resources. Um, go to the campaign resources section. We have social media posts that you can share. They're plug and play. We've written the post copy and the graphics are designed for you. We have um, we have some templates in place for media, local media outreach. 
And then that last plug, and I'll just say it again, go to your Find a PT profile. It's a member benefit. Um, update it. Put your specialty. Make sure your location is in there. Put your um, setting. And when consumers go to choosept.com and they're learning about treatment for carpal tunnel, they're learning about treatment, treatment for low back pain, and they click on find a PT, your name, your face, your specialty is going to show up in our database. And so consumers can get to you faster. So that's my plug for the day is to maximize your member benefit with us because um, that's huge. Well, uh, I want to thank uh, Kate, Greg, and Alicia for helping give us a little context, a lot of context, and background on the value of physical therapy report. Uh, listeners, you can count on hearing, as Alicia said, a lot more about this report. Uh, along just about every APTA communications channel. Uh, so please stay informed and that we make that so easy. So just simply follow us on social media, Facebook, X, Instagram, LinkedIn, and of course, by way of our APTA weekly emails, which round up everything. They arrive in your inbox every Wednesday. We share news about the report. We're gonna be sharing more news about the report and a whole bunch of other important information uh, all throughout uh, affecting the profession in all different ways. And it's, uh, of course, all free to members. And don't forget to be on the lookout for those future podcasts in this series. Uh, we'll be exploring the ways this report could change the conversation with policymakers and payers, as well as how the findings can resonate with consumers. Thanks for listening. APTA's landmark report, the economic value of physical therapy in the United States would have not been possible without the support of our members. If you're not an APTA member, visit APTA.org to learn more about the value of membership. You can also read the report and find resources to promote the value of physical therapy at valueofpt.com. Make sure you're also following APTA on Facebook, X, formerly Twitter, and Instagram to join us in informing consumers, policymakers, payers, and employers about the significant role and economic value that physical therapist services bring to the healthcare system. Thank you.